All right, welcome to the basement. We're back. Been a while. So, today we're doing something a little bit different. It's a not so much a sex, drugs, and rock and roll kind of topic this week. <laughs> um, so, today we're trying to figure out if David grew up in a cult. Yeah. So, <laughs> I think maybe we'll do it almost interview style. Like, I'll ask you questions and we can right. just talk about it from there. Yeah. So, I don't know. Maybe we should start with how your your parents... Maybe we should have backstory. You want to just, like, very briefly summarize, like, what kind of church you grew up in and that kind of stuff? Um. All right. I could summarize. Well, basically, I was born and raised in a born-again church, which is just, like, evangelical Christians. Um, and they kind of got their fire back in like the seventies and eighties. Um, but yeah, it was basically a, like a very theocratic and doctrine oriented religious lifestyle. Um, it demanded a lot of us. So basically evangelical Christian. Yeah. So... But your we'll grandparents were not, like, your parents were not grandfathered into this, correct? No. Very, honestly, a lot of the church was, like, people who were either converts or, like, didn't start out as that type of Christian and then became that. Oh, interesting. Wait, so how'd your parents get involved then? Um, so my mother grew up on a block in South Pasadena where a lot of these people in the church all like lived on this block. Like I think oh, it was like, like when she was a kid. Yeah. Oh, it okay. was like three or four families on uh-huh. this one block. And so they would all play together. Um, and eventually she like went with her friends and blah, blah, blah. And that's how she got into it. And my dad, I think he met church people through school. I think through like elementary or middle school, maybe it was high school. Um, and they were kind of like rebel children in the church and my dad was always just like kind of a bad kid. So they would like go and fuck around together and like get in trouble and do shit they shouldn't be. Interesting. Yeah. And then he like started taking it more seriously when he like got into drugs and then became unaddicted to drugs. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. And addicted to Jesus instead. Fun. Yeah. That's, I think maybe the least fun addiction. Yeah. I would argue. That or, like, Adderall. That doesn't sound very fun. Yeah, that's not very fun. Um, okay. So, so what? Your parents met in the church then? So, yeah, they met in the church. Okay, so when you were born, then they were already really, really involved, right? Yeah. Okay. Yep. Damn. So, it's your uh, natural-born churchgoer. Uh Uh-huh. And the church didn't have a name. No, the See, church, that's creepy. There's, yeah, no, there's some creepy. very specific elements that like separate it even from like other typical types right. of born again evangelicals. Cause like, I've never heard of another born again who like did the same shit with holidays that we did. We'll so, talk about that later, but yeah, true. Okay. So that's interesting. So growing up, was there like a point, did you like think it was normal or was there a point when you were like, oh, the people at my school are not super into <laughs> something like this? Um, it was always clear that we were different and that was, you know, that was like made very like apparent from what my parents right, told yeah, me. Right, like what, yeah, like what kind of, okay, sorry, keep going. But I mean like it was like, there was like shit at 
that kids at school did. And my parents were like, that is worldly. We do not do those things. So it was always a distinction. Worldly means. Worldly. (laughs) I always, so I would always fight with my parents about this because it's such a vague definition, but I'm like, if worldly is, I was told is anything from the world, but really it was anything that they deemed to be a bad influence or like. Okay. So then like, because of that, like what kind of rules did you guys have in your house growing up that like not specifically religious things but that were like not typical um the no television was definitely like not typical of like most christians but like i would say of extremely religious christians that is more typical is it I and no extremely idea. religious Jews. No, too. it is. Like, I just I don't know religious Christians. Yeah. I have no idea. I would probably say that a lot of them have like that instituted. And then the we definitely we didn't do any Christmas shit like or any Easter shit. See, that's so weird to and me. And that was like a hard like line too. That was so a very. What was like the the rationale for that? Like, why would like. I mean, I don't know the religious meaning of Christmas really, yeah. but like, why would you not celebrate Christmas? Well. Like I mentioned before, my parents were very, like, doctrine-oriented. Right. And they were very focused on, like, the, we are not pagans. So anything that has pagan roots, or really anything that had roots in a different type of Christianity, they deemed, like, almost pagan. So no Halloween? So no Halloween. Huh. Okay. Definitely no Could Halloween. you have, like, art on the walls, or was it, like, religious some orthodox Jews that, like, won't have, like, faces around. No, there wasn't, like, look, like, when you get an extremely religious group of people like that, they're not usually so into Picasso, you know what I mean? Like, it just doesn't attract that type of people. Um, Definitely no, like, nude art or anything like that. There was definitely, like, a strong, oops, there was a strong emphasis on uh, modesty, but... um, Oh, yeah, were you allowed to wear shorts? No, we were not allowed to wear shorts. Oh my god, seriously? Wait, yeah. so yeah, what were like the clothing guidelines, so, like music, all that kind of shit? So women had to wear, basically women had to dress sneeze, and um, they women wore skirts because that was a sign of femininity. Okay. And, and like long sleeves or what? So they couldn't wear like a tank top, but they could wear a short, they didn't have to cover their elbows. Okay. Um... But some women, like, the, the skirt length varied quite a bit. Because some women would wear it, like, right up to the knee or right above. And that would kind of be, like, a ooh, taboo in the church. And some women were, like, full to the floor. Oh, my God. Like, dresses. Like, you know. Um, wow, that's crazy. There were different levels of people, too, inside, obviously. Um, so what were you guys? We tended to be, like, in the middle when I was a small child before my, then my parents' church split apart. And then we went to the stricter sect. You must have been thrilled. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Because I was watching everybody, like, relax more about things on the other side. And then, but that was hard for different reasons other than just, like, they were chilling out more. That was hard because it was like, we're not allowed to talk to our family anymore because we Oh, you had different... family in the other side of the church? I didn't even yeah. know that. So I had an... My mom's sister and her family were also in this church, and my dad's brother and his family were also in the church. But they both went to the other side. Okay, but you weren't, like, homeschooled. And then my grandma went to our side. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. Your grandma that you don't talk to? Yeah. Okay. Wait a minute. So, but you always went to public school, so it wasn't like you weren't allowed to talk to people out of the church. No, and that was one thing that, like, there were some really hardcore people who did send their kids to, like, 
homeschool. Uh, homeschool, like send their kids. They kept them at home. Right. Um, and they were like, no, this is like a really bad influence. Um, but yeah, my parents were like, I think my parents were just like, oh my God, we don't have the fucking time or energy for that. Like there's school and it's fine. And like my mom would go and volunteer at the school too. And like, you know, like she didn't think it was like some evil thing they were doing at the elementary school, you know? Or, yeah. But they were definitely were warned about like certain things about like, you know, don't fall in with this certain type of crowd or like you're going to be an outcast. Right. Like it was, it was definitely solidified that we were supposed to remain on the outside. Interesting. Huh. So as a little kid, did it like feel, I guess it's hard to, as a little kid, but it's like, did it feel normal or was it just like, this is fucking crazy? Um, as a little kid, it, it also like my parents went through fluctuations and TV is just fucking fun to a little kid. Right. Like, so sometimes we would be, like, allowed to watch TV and, like, we would go to my grandpa's house and watch Disney Channel and I was like, oh, my God, this is the best. And then sometimes my parents would get stricter and be like, no Disney Channel, only TLC, which they thought was the learning channel, but really is just reality shows. <laughs> right, because I imagine it's very different. Like, obviously growing up, like, I knew we celebrated, like, different holidays, for yeah. instance, than what was, like, in the media. But that's very different yeah. than, like... But I would just get frustrated when we would have these rules because I was like, some of this I'm like, oh my god, this is so stupid. I just want right. to watch fucking TV. Like, what the fuck is the problem with it? Like, I didn't see how Disney Channel was evil. Right. And also um, that's very confusing to have the rules change as yeah, a little Yeah, it bit. got more strict and more flexible and, you know... And sometimes my parents would, like, go and watch movies and tell us we couldn't. And then I would be like, well, that's just stupid. Um, so how much time did this take up, like, weekly? Like, what was, like, the schedule like? So we would go to church <laughs> three times a week. Oh, my God. Um, okay. For a lot of my life, it was on, um, I think, on Wednesday or Tuesday night. And then we would have a church meeting with our, like, local group in Long Beach. On Friday night, we would do, like, a sing, which was really invented back in the... They started this back in the fucking, like, 70s, 80s, because kids really wanted to go to high school football games. Mm. And the church was like, no, we need to make an alternative for that, because we don't want our kids going to football games. So what is a sing? And so you just sing Jesus songs, and eat a lot of candy and have a lot of soda. So I liked it as a kid because it was like, I didn't have to sing. Like you'd sing Jesus children's song for like 30 minutes or whatever, and then go play with your friends. And the parents would be like forced to sing in the choir. Like everybody sang in the <laughs> choir. <laughs> oh, so there wasn't just like a choir. It was like it a was rotating like everyone almost choir. everybody was in it. And some people like my dad would be like, I suck at singing. And so he wouldn't do it. But my mom would, even though she also wasn't that great. Um, Interesting. Ugh, why is there a bee here? Can you not be? God damn it. I'm over these bees. I don't like these kind of bees. If it was a regular bee, I wouldn't be so worried. Interesting. Ugh, sorry. No, it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god and for their gross they're like the meat wait bees. okay so sorry sorry i'm getting no, no, off no, it's okay, it's okay. anyway okay and then the third time so we would do the sing and every assembly at our jesus camps would all come with okay, a different we'll song get to jesus camp. i know it was it was very organized in this sense but so then on sunday one sunday would be like we would meet with la and it was like the la assembly and we would all get together and meet wherever and 
have church and then all go on our own ways. And sometimes we would have a... Um, so Sundays was like the whole greater Los Angeles area? So no. So okay. like there was like two groups. There was one in Riverside and one in LA. Like, or well, like big groups in Riverside and big groups in LA. And so, and every other Sunday we would have what's called an all day. And we would go either to LA or we would drive to Riverside and it was everybody all together. And you would have potluck at church, which oh was God. always disgusting. Um, is that a lot of like casseroles? I it imagine? was a lot of casseroles and a lot of like salads with jello in them and gross looking glass bowls. Fruit cakes, maybe? Yeah. It would have been a funny thing to like photograph that table from how disgusting it all looked. Um, like creamy things, I imagine. Yeah. And so that was literally all day that we were together. Oh my God. And then you would also have a gathering at night on Sundays. So you would have a gathering and go to somebody else's house afterwards. And Just on Sundays. Yes. Okay. And then like this would go until the night. And like some people would stay until like 11 or 12 o'clock at night with their family. And no alcohol? And no alcohol. At, like, pe- no. no alcohol for church people ever? Ever. Oh, my God. Ever, never. So they had to hang out with Goyesha Christians and never drink alcohol? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So, so Wednesday, like, what would you do, like, on Wednesday at church? Like, walk so me through it. Wednesday was just, like, we would get there and we all had to sit in a meeting that was usually, like, an hour and a half long. So usually we would start with singing. We'd sing, like, a few songs. Um, you open up with a prayer, say, sing a few songs, have the church, somebody come and talk and give a lecture. It's always super boring. And I would like save my homework for that night okay. so that I didn't have to listen to it. Were they, I can't imagine these people were very smart. It was, it was also just things that were so uninteresting to me and done in such a boring way. Yeah. Um, a lot of it was PowerPoint. Too. And then after that, you would like sing maybe one or two songs after that was finished and then pray and then maybe play for like 30 minutes and everybody would go home. So it could be like a two and a half hour ordeal. Um, and then on Friday, it was like I told you that I explained that already and Sunday I kind of explained too. But like Sunday was like you would get there, you would like talk to people for a little bit, um, and then you would go through the same routine. And, but then on the all day, you would have lunch and then another church meeting after where the kids would come and sing. After lunch, the kids would come and sing. And then you'd have another church Jesus lecture. And so that was like really exhausting for as a kid because you're just like, I can't, you can't sit a kid through lectures of like multiple, multiple hours and expect them to, you know, be engaged in that whatsoever. No. And there was no, like, kid area no, or anything? No, we didn't believe in, like, having a children. Like, people would take their kids out to play, but we didn't believe in, like, having a separate children's meeting because everything was, like, universally, like, oh, like, this I is see. all things that children should accept, too, so why would we put but them didn't in Didn't you say with, like, children's, like, handbooks or children's books or something? I don't remember that correctly. I don't know what you're talking about exactly now. I thought you said you had some, like, don't be gay books or, like... The rapture is going to come, books? No, I mean, they were the... the I, mean, I don't know what I'm There were, like, tracks or whatever you'd call them, tracks that people would, like, pass out and they would have those kind of messages on oh. it. But that wasn't just for children. That's what I'm thinking of. The, really, the only children-specific thing was the singing. Oh, okay. Yeah. Still weird, but... 
fun. Yeah. Okay. So that was generally the structure of it. And then... Church camp? Church camp, yeah. <laughs> which would happen, like... There Wait, were... so did you have, like, a church building? Is, like, what I'm imagining a church? So, no. Like, it was different for the different groups across the country, but in California, like, nobody really had their own building. They would just, um, like, rent out spaces. So we would go to, like, a public school's auditorium for, like, an elementary school or middle school. A Catholic and, gymatorium? Yeah, exactly. And, like, rent that out and Weird. have our church meetings in there. Um, or when my parents, whatever, their church split up, then we started doing it in our own houses and in parks and like it got even smaller so it was like there was no need to rent a space that's really interesting so yeah. no name no building no building no name yeah so no like there was a, sweatshirts or anything. no no sweatshirts they also didn't believe in like cross imagery or jesus imagery so that's kind of good yeah there was not like a bunch of like christian like jesus yeah like there were some like pictures of like the ocean with bible verses in my house or you've seen the <laughs> the tehillim on my fucking kitchen wall that's like eat and see that the lord is good or like something chuggy psalms yeah how do you say sal- psalms psalms Am I, saying I don't know where they got that word I'm why where's who, the p from yeah where did where did tehillim turn into psalms it's an ugly word yeah because um, it's almost songs, but it's not. It's yeah. psalms. I don't know where that Okay, is. so church camp? So church camp, there were two major ones in the year. There was one in the summer, and then, like, spring, summer, and then one during Christmas time. Okay. It always landed during Christmas so that you would know people were not celebrating Christmas together. So was it, like, was there a lot of gossip in church? Or was yes. it, like, yeah? It was full of gossip. Interesting. Yeah. But would they try to mask it as like, oh, we're No, doing it was pretty out in the open a oh, lot of the talking. Like certain women had the reputation for gossiping a lot too. Huh. Is gossip a, a sin for Christians or are they allowed I to mean, gossip? Like, it wasn't in, like it was actively like said to be a bad thing by the leadership, but nothing was ever put in any energy into ever stopping it. But no beer. No beer. <laughs> Dude, <laughs> you're going to talk shit about people. If you can't drink, you got to have some pleasure, I guess. Oh, yeah, weird. I don't know. Okay, so church camp. It's just like your show where nobody gossips. No, I'm kidding. It's they gossip yeah. so much. <laughs> That's probably one of the similar things from our childhood is that yeah. people fucking gossip a lot. I honestly think that's why they separate men and women. It's because literally I've never heard more gossiping than the women's section at show <laughs> ever in my life. Uh, okay, so church camp. Um. So, yeah. So, at these church camps, they were pretty intense, actually, because there were... When I was a child, they were really extreme. And they were like three or four days usually. And every day was like there was a morning meeting, an afternoon meeting, and a night meeting. And some of these meetings would go seriously like four or five hours. Oh, my God. And a meeting is like a lecture church service, right? Yes. And where would you guys all sleep? Like in tents or what? Like in tents and RVs. Some people got hotels. And they they were always in the Central Valley at fairgrounds in the Central Valley. So it's just all outside? Were there even buildings there? There were buildings, and they were, like, depressing-looking buildings that you, that, like, would usually be used for, like, whatever, like, 
you know, like, Best oh, here's, yeah, <laughs> yeah, like butter sculptures or silly things like that. But, so they didn't need to be fancy buildings, you know, whatever. It was fucking Fresno. Like, who? I remember once I was working at like Jewish summer camp during the year for something. Yeah. And there was like a Jewish group there and there was also a Christian group there. Uh-huh. And so like the Christian group had like crosses all over the place uh, and it was just like, ugh. Yeah, that would be really uncomfortable <laughs> it was to really see. Weird. I would be very upset by that. Yeah, it made me kind of upset. I, I did not love it. I'd rather have that lesbian camp that was right before. <laughs> do, do you remember oh, that one year? And yeah. then they left us a bunch of fun floaties. Yeah, that was fun. The gay, the gay adults. <laughs> we need more camp. of them, less of the crazy Christian. Jesus they, group. They took all their crosses yeah, with good. them. That's it was good. okay. Um, Okay, so church camp, and you went from the time you were, like, a little kid. Yeah, that was always a thing in our life. And I was, like, from a very young age, really hated them. Um, Really, really didn't like them. And that was always, like, a fight between me and my parents. Did they, like, scare you guys at church as little kids? Yes. Like, about what? Like, about the rapture Were you scared of the rapture coming? Yes. I can't, I, I mean, we lived under a flight path, so there was a point in my life where I thought every fucking plane coming over was, like, Jesus coming back and the rapture starting, and I wasn't a real Christian, so I was getting left behind and blah, blah, blah. That's so scary. Wait, so at what age did you know you weren't a real Christian? Or think that you weren't a real Christian? Whatever. Like 12, 13. So you were scared of the rapture at 12 or 13? Yeah. Like Interesting. Yeah. That's interesting that it would overlap for you to know you're not a real Christian, but also think the rapture is coming. Yeah, I mean, maybe even younger than that, because it was constantly a topic in our house, but, or whatever, in the whole church. But, yeah, that was a, that was a weird ideology that they were, like, super into. And it's really weird. Like, if you've ever read the book of Revelations or know the story in any degree, it's very, very strange. Isn't it like Jesus comes back and, like, everyone who's not a Christian, like, melts or something? So, basically, the world, like, all the Jews go back to Israel. Um, Oh, right. Then Jesus comes back for another time. But at this, or no, the Antichrist comes and he's like a world figure and the world follows him. And that's why they think the UN is like a creepy, like antichrist organization oh, organizing the world. And this sounds anti-Semitic. Yeah. It like could very easily, like, I don't know how many people, like, I don't think my parents actively have connected this with Jews, but I'm sure some people in the church are kind of like, eh. but this was never like a dialogue in like the, actual leadership of the church just like the crazy rapture shit um and then like basically when jesus comes fuck it goes through like these stages of like the world falling apart so the first it's like the nine trumpets and the first trumpet there's a huge earthquake that wipes out a third of the world's population Then the second trumpet is like these giant flying scorpions. And then the third trumpet is like these, this fire breathing monster in the ditches. Do you think it's another like weird bad translation thing or what? Or it's just crazy? I think it's just crazy because like it, it was 
Paul who wrote it, and there's some crazy shit. I don't know. It's it's just a weird fucking book in general, I think. There might be some mistranslation, but it's definitely about, like, the world ending in a very, like, detailed philosophy about how it will That's end. a scary thing to tell a kid. Yeah, it was scary. And, like, there were these very graphic depictions of all of these monsters that were going to come and, like, torment people. My God. Yeah. Fun. <laughs> Healthy. <laughs> <laughs> It's, it's weird you're not crazier. Have you thought about that? Yeah. I mean, it definitely made some people kind of crazy. So, what are, like, the craziest things you saw happen in church? Um, definitely, like, the split was pretty crazy because it was just, like, one day we were all together and then there was infighting over, like, if you should be able to drink wine in your home and if women should wear pants. Oh, that's what it was about? That's what it originally stemmed from, and then it just turned into, like, this weird political fight. Yeah, I was going to say, was the church, like, like outwardly politically conservative, or did you not really talk about politics in the church? It was outwardly politically conservative, but it was, it was very frowned upon to vote. Why? Because Jesus chooses the president. Jesus chooses the president. Does Jesus also choose school board elections or just the president? Jesus chooses it all. Wow. Um, which is funny because I'm like, wow, Jesus is really an undecided voter if that's like the case. I'm like, it doesn't make any sense. Just like is very contrary to the definition. Right, because then how do they justify it when it's one way or the other? But they think okay, so they think that sometimes Jesus is like when a Democrat is elected, Jesus wants the world to be destroyed, and then when a Republican is elected, like he doesn't. And I'm like, I don't, I don't know what you guys like. It was yeah, really so like grasping when Bill Clinton straws. was elected, like were they like Jesus? Yeah, when Obama was president, yeah. they were very convinced that like. Jesus was going to come back soon and like the world's going to hell in a handbasket. And they were like five or 10 years, David, it's definitely going to all end. And I was like, ah. that's such a scary thing to tell a child. Also, yeah. I feel like Obama, like especially like campaigning Obama was just like a pretty relaxed no, yeah, it guy. It <laughs> was like insane, you know, he wasn't like a yeller or yeah, like a, no. anything. But I mean, this is just like, I think that, it's pretty representative of how extreme Christians intermingle their personal beliefs and political beliefs. Like, yeah. And, and that's not to say Jews don't, like, I mean, I definitely hear comments and it's not as bad of, like, oh, doom meets vote and everything will be okay. Yeah. And it's, like, whatever. I mean, here um, the politics are more mingled with the religion, definitely. Here. And in America, it's just, like, who's going to protect us? Who's going to do better for the Jewish community? Right. Which I think is a lot healthier. Um, yeah, I see what you're saying. But for Christians, but also, it's, it's like, how do we, obvious. yeah, how do we influence the entire culture? Which here is, there's definitely some of that too. So, did they feel like an oppressed minority? Um, yes, because they were so religious. Because, like, to them, the outside culture, like, really looked down on the fact that they didn't celebrate Christmas and there was, a, like, you know, we lived in fucking California. Like, right. it wasn't people were like, that's so great for you that you're teaching your children these things. It was always just kind of like, that's fucking crazy, you know? Yeah. In, like, these southern states where some of the other churches were, like, I don't think it was such an issue for them. I don't think they felt so maybe, like, much like the minority. But they definitely were like, there is a culture war going on. 
and like we're on the right side and whatever they're beating us because Satan. But you must have had pretty liberal teachers in Long Beach at yeah, public school. Absolutely. Um, but like elementary school again, like you know, you don't know that kind of stuff doesn't really come into the classroom. Right. But then middle school it does more, and then in high school it does the most. Right. So. You always did well in school, even as like a kid. Um, in middle school, I didn't really give a shit. I I was like in the gifted classes from elementary school, um, like a magnet school or something. That's gonna sound really. Sorry. Bad. Yeah, no, no, I mean I don't care, but it's. Um, no, yeah. So I was in a regular school, and there was a track for like the gifted students. Oh, whatever. okay, okay. You know what I'm talking about. So was that like, and your parents probably weren't stoked on you being like good at school? No, my whatever. brother did the same thing. Oh, they were okay, okay. okay. They were happy about it because the teachers were better on oh, okay. track, um, and there was more parent involvement definitely in those classes and those kind of things. So they weren't opposed to that. They weren't opposed to people like being smart and being good at math and English. But they were opposed to people thinking too critically and, like, they were opposed to the science part, definitely. <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> so did you get, like, a talk after you learned about, like, sex ed or about, um, like, evolution? It was interesting because the – okay, so the sex ed and the evolution were very different things in my house. So my parents had a pretty progressive view of sex education because they didn't really hide things from me. That's so weird. Yeah, it's it was so abnormal weird. in the church, yeah. too. That they, it was very strange. But the evolution was always a topic of like, here's what they're going to say. Here's why it's wrong. Hummingbirds are so complex. This could never be real. Like, it has to be created. Which, if you have like a basic understanding of any logic, well, you're just like, well, a dude making all this in the sky also sounds equally unlikely. So, like, how can you say that this is unlikely and that's not? Sure. Um, I actually don't get how evolution. Like, maybe I, it was just never presented to me in this way, but I really don't understand how people who, like, really believe in the idea of, like, creation have any issue with evolution. Like, I don't yeah. see how that contradicts each other at all. No, yeah. Really. They could easily just say God did evolution, too, and move on with their lives. Right. And yeah. I feel like a lot of religious Jews do that. No, yeah, I think most do. Yeah. Or not most. There are certainly Jews who just, like, don't even touch the idea of evolution one way or the other. But yeah. I but think... Even at my Chabad, like, the rabbi was like, uh, seven days could have been all the million years. That's evolution. Right, like, sure. I just... Yeah, I don't understand why, like, if they want the idea to be, like, divinely what whatever, yeah. like, I don't understand why evolution is an issue. It doesn't yeah. seem like it should They just be. take the Bible extremely literally. See, that's very weird to me. Yeah. Yeah, it is weird, and it's not, like, a smart thing to do when you and actually, just, like, like, study those kind of things. Read the Bible like a book, right? Yeah. So we would oftentimes, like, also a part of our week, like, there was expected, like, we read the Bible as a family. Um, that sounds sad. Yeah. So that would be, like, not that long. We would read, like, a couple chapters. Um, what, the King James Bible? We would two different translations, whatever. And we would, like, pass the Bible around in a circle and we'll read some parts of it. <laughs> uh, uh, sounds fun. Okay, it so 
And then How'd one time I was, <laughs> well, then I would ask questions about it and my parents would get really upset and I'd be like, what's happening? One time I asked like, what's happening in China right now? When I was like a really little kid and my dad was so upset at me and I'm like, well, it never mentions them. Like, you know, oh, what's like- going on in the other parts of the world? He's like, you're not paying attention. And I'm like, actually, I'm paying more attention than you are. Oh my God. So they just, critical thinking was like not on the table. No, uh-uh. Critical thinking was just like, why? Why aren't you hammering this knowledge into your brain the way we want you to? That's so weird. Yeah. Okay. So when did you realize it was not for you? Um, How did that happen? In middle school. I, let's see. That, that my parents like church splitting apart was very, like, I was like, oh, this is not good. I was like, holy shit. Like my whole world got upended and there was no other reason to attribute it to except their religious choices so the church split apart you were still like into the christian stuff at that point um i was still in childhood honestly at that point and it was like when you're a child like you just do what you yeah do. you just yeah. do what you do and you're not asking too big of questions usually and you're okay with the flow as long as it's stable and then when that happened i was like this is depressing and really bad. And then I, at that also at that time, like, because my friends and support weren't going to come from the church, I just made like friends in the secular world. Right. And I was like, I don't see any purpose for this. Like, this is when you were like 10. Yeah. No, when I was like 11, 12 in middle school, I became friends with like a Jewish guy and Jewish girl who were brother and sister, Asa and Zelda. And how are they doing now? I don't know, actually. Um, I don't talk to them anymore, but for different reasons. Oh, okay. But they were very, like, logic people. And I I don't know. They're very, like, outside the box and whatever. And they're like, this is stupid. Why do your parents do that? So that's who I surrounded myself with. I became friends with Jews. And then I was like, okay, this is dumb. Um, So it wasn't the gay thing? It was Jews that did it for you? That was like, it was was confounding. So the gay thing too, like when I hit puberty, I just was never like, I'm straight. Like, I was just like, oh, I like guys. So this was incorrect. And did you know what gay people were? Yeah. And we were taught to like, not like them, you know? So you were never like, oh, I shouldn't be gay. You were just like, oh, too bad. Yeah. It just was like, so, yeah, it was just like so clear that I was that, like, there was never a moment where I was just like, ladies, you know, <laughs> maybe. It was just so clear I was gay that I was like, this is just the way it is. Um, so that that happened. That helped. It was it was a number of factors altogether. It's interesting to think if you were not gay, if you would still be Christian. Yeah, it, it is interesting. Okay, so you became an atheist, right, when you were gay? So I became, like, atheist agnostic because I was, like, agnostic is definitely the foolproof argument, too. Like, you can't prove anything, you know? Like, it's hard to defend being an atheist. You need to have a lot more information for that. That's true. Um, So at that point, I was, like, very outspoken against my parents, like, religious shit. And And they were still into it after the church They were still very into it. They got more into it when their church split. Um, because it's just like a smaller community and there's more accountability in that way. And it's mostly old people and them, you said? So now it's evolved because they left that when they got too extreme. So they even got too extreme and were like, you can't talk to anybody from the other side. And my parents were over that. 
So my parents left that. Oh, your pa- okay. I thought you were saying your parents got too extreme for the church. The no, church no, no, no. Extreme. The okay. church got too extreme for the, or really like they had stayed about the same level and my church, my parents just got kind of like over it. They were just like, cause there, there's only so much time you can keep up that charade of like, oh, it's good to only think that like seven families are right in the world. You know what I mean? Like. That's a crazy thought. And some people are still in that group today. Like very few people. Wow. Yeah. Their church camps must be so fun. (laughs) I don't think they even need a church camp because there's nobody outside of themselves. Like, there's very few of them left. So, yeah. It's like Mormon fundamentalists. Yeah. It's, yeah. There's definitely, like, a spectrum to the extremes of this group that all stemmed from this one major group when I was a kid. One thing I'm thinking about that's so interesting about this is, like, Okay, obviously there are a ton of differences between, like, super religious Jews and, like, you guys. Uh-huh. But, like, because you guys don't, like, have, a spe- a, like, your own calendar or your own holidays or your own food or your own, like, yeah. way of doing things, really. It's almost like, I don't know, it's crazy because it's, like, you can be almost just as extreme but almost, like, blend in more. Yeah. Yeah. I mean... The lack of holidays really made us stick out, but... That's kind of sad. What's their problem with holidays? I still don't get it. I mean, you explained so, it. I get so it. So it's a Catholic thing. Right. It's like the Roman goddess of fertility's birthday on Christmas, and it does have pagan roots. They're not wrong, um, but it, it was just like Christmas is a capitalist holiday at the end of it, and it's True. like, I agree with Jews not celebrating Christmas, and I'm happy not to, but like the way that they went about it was not... Right. But it's a, it is a Christian holiday, regardless of capitalist. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, we're not, I mean. Yeah. It's uh, weird you guys didn't have your own holidays, though. It seems like you would. Yeah, and I think that's kind of where, like, the church camps came in to, like, break up the year for us a little bit. Um, right. But I think that's part of the reason that it has, like, just fallen apart, is that there's not, like, those kind of traditions holding them together. The tradition is totally their own to create or say what it is or isn't um okay okay is it working again yeah it's working again okay that's fine okay so what did we do in terms of tradition you asked or i forget i forgot what we were talking about we were talking about the lack of holidays and they would just kind of make it up yeah but i guess it's not that weird because it's not like a religious community based in tradition so it's like a yeah it's very new and very yeah um it's so weird. The sects of Christianity really freak, like, not freak me out, but it's, like, not something I know a lot about, and it's very weird to me. Yeah. That's something my dad was really into, knowing what was, like, wrong about the other sects. Interesting. Yeah. But it's also something he's relaxed more on at the same time, but he's very opposed to groups that probably have just as strong of a fundamentalism as they do, like Mormons. He's very, like... What they're doing is Satan worship. Yeah. Like, he thinks that they've really, like, fudged up Jesus' name or whatever. And, like, <laughs> like screwed up his reputation. I don't know. Yeah. It's and, interesting. It is interesting just, just in general how many times, like, Christianity is splintered. Yeah. Like, constantly. Maybe it's just because it's so many people. I mean, who knows? But And it's so, like, flexible the way these people just, like, take, like... 
the information from the Bible and just like bend it any way that they want to, they can reach any conclusion. Right. And your dad's a crazy um, street Jesus guy. Yeah, he loves street preaching or whatever. Not even street preaching, but just street evangelizing, telling people why they need to go to Jesus. That's so embarrassing. It's incredibly embarrassing when you're with him. I think that, like, and he just, like, he has to do it once while we're out in public. Every time you go out in public? Every fucking time we go out in public. Oh, my God. The last time he did it, I was with him, and I was wearing my kippah, and I was just like, stop. Like, oh, my God, stop. People will see you guys must be so confused. I I literally ran away from him. I'm like, I will not associate with you if you do that. Yeah. Like, I will not. I refuse to. No, it's fair. It's so obnoxious. I mean, it's sort of similar to the tefillin thing. It's it's worse, but it's like... It's worse than the tefillin thing. No, it is worse, but it's obnoxious. Honestly, like, the, he corners people, too, more than the tefillin people. Does he because, look for Christians? or just No, like, he looks for anybody. And I'll just ask him straight up. Oh, are you... Do you think you're going to heaven or hell? Or have you accepted the Lord Jesus Christ as your savior? And, like, he'll just ask some very prodding questions where the Tefillin people are Oh, the quizzes. Oh, yeah. No, tell me about the farmer's market. I forgot about this. Yeah. Also a thing was, uh, like, instead of the sings on Friday nights, sometimes we would go to the farmer's market. And there was, like, a big nighttime farmer's market somewhere. I feel like it was, like, in Redlands there was one. Random places. Whatever. So we would set up a booth there and pass out tracks that said, like, stop, are you going to heaven or hell? And, like, all the kids would be passing it out and whatever. Everybody would be at the fucking table passing it out. And the men would, like, be, like, trying to get people to talk and whatever and, like, trying to convert people. And so we had had these quizzes that are, like, are you going to heaven or hell? it's like, have you done whatever? Do you give to charity? Do you volunteer? And then the last one was always, have you accepted the Lord Jesus Christ into your savior? And so if they put like, no, then you're like, oh, you're going to hell. You know? So it was like, <laughs> it didn't matter for yeah. any of the rest yeah, of the questions. Yeah, it didn't matter for oh any of God. the questions. And then one time I remember I was like a, like freaking maybe eight or nine, like giving these quizzes out to people. And then I was like grading them. And I'd be like, oh, oh, you put that one, that one. And you said no for this one. So you're going to hell. And I was like, and I'm like, I don't really know why, but you're going to. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, oh my God, that's too funny. Yeah. So I just be like, and I remember people like kind of laughing at me and I was just like, whatever. I was just like an outgoing gay kid who wanted to talk to people. So I was just like, you're going now. Do you, I wonder if like strangers knew you were gay. I'm sure some of them probably picked up on it, but because I was a really flamboyant kid. That's funny. Yeah. It's weird your parents didn't realize you were gay until they accidentally found out. Yeah. Like, sorry, but it's weird. Yeah, it is weird. They kind of bowed their head in the sand about that one. Like, not that you're like, have such gay voice or anything like that, but it's like, it's not that not obvious. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, like, that was one thing that's like, that was super taboo in their church. Like, we knew one person who had a gay son in the church. One person. Or no, there were two. This was maybe out of like, I don't know, 1,500 people. Um, and those people, like, totally disconnected with their children. They, like, completely cut them out and never talked to them again. 
So my parents just like really didn't want to accept that reality. You know what I mean? Right. I mean, it seems like they were kind of surprised when they found out this. Maybe they really didn't know. I mean, you can still be surprised and in denial. You know what I mean? That's true. Like, I think, you know, it was super taboo, though. They were like, I'm sure that they haven't, like, told any church people about me being No, I'm sure not. Yeah. Which I, like, I don't know. It would be funny if I just started going around telling the church people I was gay. Yeah, but also, so like, how would they anymore. even do that? Why do you think they would just be like, be like, oh, just so you guys know, David's gay? Like, I don't know. They they do creepy things like ask for prayer for people and that kind of shit, oh, which I don't love either. Um, so, didn't you? Do I remember correctly that some guy like? dry humped someone on a car oh my god so this was so this is my parents like whatever then when their church split the extreme sect my parents were getting over it they were like okay we're done with this This it's a little too crazy for us and so people started trickling out and my parents were one of those people who trickled out um and some of the people who were really hardcore and still into it were getting like fucking crazy and so this one guy named Robert, like, was talking to this other guy named David. And David was like, I don't agree with what we're doing anymore. I think I'm done with this. Like, you know, like, I just can't, like, stand by this anymore. And then this guy, Robert, like, and it was just the men talking outside. Sure. And this guy, Robert, like, went up to him and, like, pressed him against the side of the car and was kind of like, he was like, yelling at him and he's like why won't you just accept that i love you and was like dry humping him oh my god during this yeah it was i wasn't there anymore my parents weren't there anymore whatever you heard this like through the grapevine this was through my parents who who had talked to this guy about it so this guy i'd heard it i've heard this guy tell this story too (laughs) happened to him and i remember hearing that and being like Probably, like, 16 or 17 and gay and just being like, yep, that guy's in the closet. Like, it has a lot of fucking issues. Yeah, of course he's in the closet. I mean, barely in the closet. Like, oh, my God. And was this guy married to, like, a woman? Yeah, he was married, had kids, whatever. I wonder if he's still married. Yeah, he's still married. I'm sure that's a... My parents started talking to him again. The one who did the dry humping? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. I bet he has a really good sex life with his wife. (laughs) Um, <laughs> sure it's wonderful anyway I had to talk to them one time and I was just like not giving them the fucking time of day because I was just like Ugh. my parents just like surprised me with these people in our house during COVID and I was like oh great like fuck anyway how about your Chabad cult <laughs> they're fine they're fine um... <laughs> So, so, uh, yeah, how about your Chabad goal, David? No, um, <laughs> also friendly. Wait, there was one more thing I wanted to ask you about. Now I can't remember. Oh, yeah, um, that your uncle and aunt getting discommunicated or whatever. Tell me about that. So, <laughs> they went to the more like liberal side of this split, and basically, what our belief was was that, like, you did not talk to anybody on that other side because, like, we were done with them. Like, they had chosen a life of sin. They chose the wrong type of Christianity. You do not talk to people like that. 
and so basically it just went from one week we were talking to them and it was normal and we'd see them at church all the time and like would play together and wait but this is not the same as the having sex before married this is a different aunt and uncle um, no, that's a different aunt and uncle. So Are you talking about them? The public apology, that's what I was talking Oh, the talking. public yeah, apology was, was, like, long before I was born. Okay, so what was so that? So, my other, my mom's brother used to go to the church. Okay. For, like, a little bit of time, when he was, like, in his 20s, I think. And he met my aunt Lily at the same amount of time, or at the, around the same time, blah, blah, blah. And they were dating and, like, having sex and whatever, and they didn't give a shit because they weren't that into it. Um... And so my dad was like, Eric is not like right with the Lord because he's having sex before marriage. And my parents, who were married at that time, had also had sex before marriage and gave their public apology to the church because they had sex before marriage. Good. <laughs> you know, your usual public apologies for sex. <laughs> Um, oh my god. I feel like that could be like a vagina monologue. <laughs> <laughs> like we some... did wrong before the eyes of the Lord. Oh my god. I feel like having people like apologize for their like craziest sex stories like in a sarcastic way, that would be so funny. <laughs> that would be a good vagina monologue. We should do a comedy vagina monologue. Oh my god, we Only should. comedic monologues um anyway so yeah so my parents apologized for their sex and my dad was like well eric had sex too he should apologize for that and this is your dad's brother no this is my mom's brother and my dad was getting involved in their shit so my dad basically was like he needs he needs to apologize and like brought it up with the church leadership and the church leadership... Like, behind your uncle's back? I think so, yeah. I'm not entirely sure how it all played out. But the church leadership was like, yeah, you need to apologize or else we're going to mark you for avoidance. Same, same. Which, I haven't explained that, but marking for avoidance, it's just pushing somebody out and you're not allowed to talk is to them Is it like excommunicating? Yes, it is excommunicating. Marking for avoidance is such a... Cr- okay. I know, Keep yeah. Going. It's one of those, like, uh, things about them. So he didn't apologize and he was marked for avoidance and my uncle and aunt like never talked to my parents because of that. And like we never spoke to them either. Um, and it meant that my grandma was included in that because she was are in the so church. Loud right yeah, now. they are. My, so you just didn't talk to this aunt and uncle for like years? Yeah, my grandma and some of my cousins, whatever, who also were in the same my mom's side of the family. Yeah. Wow. So that was one. That was the first time we stopped talking to family over the church, and then the second time was over the split. But didn't you start? Have you started talking to both of these sides of your family again? Yeah, my aunt, the the one who got excommunicated for the sex or whatever that my dad pushed them out. She is the Trader Joe's aunt. Oh, so you like her? Yeah, she's she's my most most normal relative. One of, yeah, one of my most normal relatives, and like. Her son's gay and really successful. And oh, right, 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 that one. She's also been really good because, like, my grandpa will, like, say shit about me sometimes. And she's like, Bill, if you don't have anything nice to say, don't say anything at all. Like, she doesn't What does think, he say about you? Like, just like, oh, David's funny that way. You know, like, 50s references. Oh, God, um, about you being gay? 
Yeah. Oh, and okay. she'll just, she shut him down on a couple occasions. So she's pretty cool, actually. Um, but, yeah, so that's the, that's the family drama. Wow, that's some good family drama. Uh, it is some great family drama. Love it. So, do you have any last remarks before we uh, do the quiz and see um, if you were in a cult? No, I mean, there's a lot more complexities to the church culture that are just like, it, it was a lot because it was its own little world, you know? Yeah. Anything but, else, like, particularly quirky or interesting? Can't remember can't think of anything right now okay so let's so we pulled up this is it a religious community or is it a cult thing so let's maybe take a look at it and see what we think okay so i'll just read each one and then you can just say what you think about it how do you how do you feel about that okay do you want to juxtapose your chabad with this too (laughs) thank you and it's saying how Okay, and this is interesting. What it's saying is, like, written down, it seems clear, but when it's, like, in real life, it's not clear. So that, we'll see if that's true of you. Okay, Okay. opposing critical thinking. So, yeah, we already talked about that. Yeah. They definitely opposed critical thinking. That's always a huge right. That's, honestly, okay, sorry to go into this because it's not super relevant, but that's something with the super, like, woke girls that really, like, trips me out, that it makes me feel like it's sort of culty, is when they oppose critical thinking. You know what I mean? They're very dogmatic about, like, you can't, you have to think this way. You can't say this, you can't question anything, like, yeah. whatever, and it's like, okay, but, okay. Yeah. Um, isolating members and penalizing them for leaving? Um, so, yes, we would definitely isolate the members through marking through avoidance, um, and then penalizing for leaving, you I'm just trying to talk think. to them, right? It was kind of... So, like, it kind of depended on family to family. Um, Some people had family members who left who they were still in contact with, and others... Ow, something's stinging me right now. And others would, uh, like, their family members would leave and they wouldn't talk to them ever again. My, My mom, my grandma's husband did that to one of his granddaughters. And, like, the whole family did that with one of his granddaughters. Because like, stop talking to her? Yeah. Wow. Because she had left. Um, emphasizing special doctrines outside of scripture? Um, that's hard, because I would say that they were very much, like, textualists and were very into the written word, but that's all up for interpretation. So, I don't know. How do you, like... But it, that's kind of assuming that em- being super emphasized on scripture can't yeah. be a cult. Like, you can have a religious cult. Yeah. I don't, I guess, outside scripture, though. Like, so I guess outside the Bible. They didn't really have things that were, I would say, were, like, based outside the Bible. There were things that they took from the Bible that, and adapted it to modern day that were very questionable if that was ever what was meant but I wouldn't say that there was, like, some, like, creepy, like, oh, there's ghosts around us, too, or some shit like that, you know, that was just, like, popped in there. Right. For no reason. Okay. Uh, it was kind of logical in that sense. Where it was like, here's the reason for it. and uh, Seeking inappropriate loyalty to their leaders. You guys didn't have leaders, though, right? 
So we had like ministers. We had a class of ministers. Oh. And that was definitely a high distinction. And then there were even a hierarchy within that. And part of the reason for the split actually was over this issue. And it's interesting because the more liberal side, the side that um, there was this guy named Robert Grove. And two of his sons were big ministers. And he was like the big, big minister. Like people really had a lot of weight behind this guy. But he was the one who initially brought up that like women should be able to wear pants and maybe we should drink wine in the home. That's not a terrible thing to do. But he also like wanted everybody to fall in line and his two sons like broke away from him on this. And there was huge fighting because there was a clash between this leadership. And he kind of had that personality, that kind of like seeking undivided, like, you know, seeking loyalty, but it's interesting because it was also combined with the more liberal stream of thought. Too, yeah, that's weird. Time. It seems like it would be the opposite. But they that, that guy like got pushed out eventually in the end anyway because they were just like, no, like we're not your fucking... Yeah. All right. So I guess that one's kind of a no. But like in some ways, yes, but in a lot of ways, no. So I think it's a no. Yeah. Okay. Dishonoring the family unit. What does that even mean? Um, I don't know. Maybe like... I think Christians are kind of emphasize the family unit, right? Yeah, but maybe this is the the thing is saying like if they want you to try and break the family unit, then oh, it's maybe. a cult. Yeah, maybe. Because some cults are really into like, oh, we're all the family, and then like they fuck each other and whatever and that kind of shit. And the leader fucks people. Crossing biblical boundaries of behavior. You guys didn't really do that. Versus sexual purity and personal. What do you mean, like? Going, like, I don't know what this means. Yeah, really. this is kind of like unclear. Yeah. Okay, let's go to the next one. Separate. Separation from the church. What church? Like the Catholic Church? Like maybe they'd separate you from the church if they didn't do the right thing. I'm not exactly sure. I don't know. These ones are a little I unclear. I think these ones here. are not relevant to us. All right. Do you want to try and find? There's one where it's like 15 questions though mm, let's maybe okay. try to find it later and we can record a last couple minutes and i'll add it in it's not think so it's important okay so you maybe grew up in a cult yeah i like to say it was cult like um glad you made it out listen yeah like i don't think that like if i was in a cult my parents wouldn't have let me go to um public school right and I think if they saw the kind of way I was going, because I was very clear to them that I didn't believe in their doctrine, they would have like been a lot more forceful about me believing it and making drastic changes to force right. me. In, and they were in not life. into you going to college, correct? No. They disagreed with anybody going to college because that was critical thinking. But um, they were proud of me that I got into Berkeley and whatever. They were like very... My dad says it a lot too. Very proud of you. Very proud of you. Oh but, really? I didn't yeah. Know that. It's like I always tell my people that my son went to Berkeley, and they're always surprised. And I'm like, <laughs> like you're kind of giving yourself a backhanded compliment here. I bet um, he doesn't see it like that. Or maybe I don't know. No, he does. He like he's very you know like the fancy people at his work because he's just like a blue collar guy. And then there's like people in the office who have master's degrees and like. He's like, my son went to Berkeley, and they're always like, you? Like, um, some people, sometimes smart people have dumb parents. Yeah. 
my dad's not completely dumb. Like, his dad yeah. was a lawyer, you know, so he, like, is smart in certain aspects. Okay, but dumb people can have smart dads. I'm not saying yeah, your dad no, is dumb, no, no. but I'm just but, saying your, your grandpa yeah. being a lawyer does not make your no, dad smart. That's true. My grandpa worked of... for NASA. Am I working for NASA? <laughs> like, no. <laughs> but you're not dumb either. No, yeah. Um, anyway, so, yeah. I would not be a good NASA employee. No, you would not be a good NASA employee. <laughs> I'd probably try to, like, do some art projects with the pieces. <laughs> you should plant more trees on the runway for the rocket or something like that. <laughs> Um, what if we grow mushrooms on the moon? They'd <laughs> be uh, like, okay. Yeah. We could run the NASA hikes or something like that. That could be exciting. I don't think NASA administers hikes, but yeah. okay. NASA is not my future employee employer. That's fine. <laughs> um you don't need to go to Stanford Law School. Um True. Fuck Stanford. The worst. All right. Final thoughts? Um, Glad you're out. Planning to go back? No, no plans to go back. Um, uh, yeah, I mean, I, I, it's been kind of like a joy in my life to watch that whole organization just crumble slowly, though. Like, That's satisfying. Yeah. It, it's really hard for my parents to tell me that their lives are so much better being Christians because I'm just like, well, look at your life. Like, what decisions and outcomes have come out of that, you know? That's always a fun conversation. Um, do you, like, discuss that often with your parents? No, but I'm just, whenever they do bring it up, I shut them down pretty well. And, you know, it doesn't have to come back up because what are they going to say to that? Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, anyway, don't join a cult, guys. Don't go too deep down the rabbit hole. Or at least not this rabbit hole. Yeah. Could you join a cult? If it was the right cult, I think I definitely yeah. could join I think a everybody has a propensity, too. I like to be a part of a team. Yeah. Like, a lot. And so, I think the right cult at the right moment in my life, I definitely think I could join a cult. Yeah. I could easily see something, like, very communal turning into a cult, you know? Yeah. And, like, I mean. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, I mean, l listen, like, I lived in, think of the places I've lived in adulthood. I've lived in a co-op yeah. at a kibbutz, in another kibbutz, and now we're starting another co-op. So, yeah. I mean, like. But Jews get too annoyed at each other to be, like, fully in the cult. You know what I mean? Like, we're too, like, what? I'm not following you. Like. I don't think we could ever have. But then again, like, really orthodox Jews, too. I don't think yeah. I could ever be a part of something that has, like, a bona fide leader that's, like, in yeah. charge. Like, that yeah. I couldn't. But I don't know if it was like a super like communal sort of cult, like hippie situation, like who knows, you know, I don't know. Yeah. But maybe not. I could see it happening. <clears throat> yeah, me too. Maybe you should start a cult. You, you're a charismatic leader. I don't think I'm organized enough to be a cult leader. Well, let's see where our co-op goes. Maybe that'll yeah. be my, I'll be the charismatic leader of the hate. <laughs> um... Okay. All right.
Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. You must grab him by his horns. 